how do you do, ladies and gentlemen of Radio Land? Check it out. Wednesday, and we're having a hump day disco party, a midweek disco party in the Jack FM studios. Oh, man, I got my white polyester jumpsuit on. People are dancing. My shirt buttoned down just low enough to show off my gold medallions and my hairy chest. What's that? Oh, nice mood ring. Nothing like a midweek dance party, although there are some ne'er-do-wells that are in the back of the Jack FM studio. They mistook the new freshly fallen snow as cocaine. Now they're back there in their leisure suits doing... Don't do blow back there. Come on. Oh, great. See, now the cops... Now you get the cops involved. It's just... It's just snow, officer. It's just snow. Now there goes our music some fat guy eating a, <laughs> eating a sandwich bumped into the turntable so that's that's all we get for a midweek dance party i guess but that's it's just as well because you know what today march 9th is actually national meatball day got plenty of meatballs mamma mia that's a spicy meatball meatballs really probably a gift from the heavens did you know that there are early recipes for meatballs that are found in ancient chinese arabic and roman texts no lie every culture seems to have their own version of the meatball beef Pork, veal, and those are just the normal ones. I've seen people make meatballs out of chicken, fish, even vegan meatballs. Although I don't know if you would call him a meatball, more of a, maybe more of a maybe more of a tofu ball. But anyway, it's National Meatball Day, so celebrate the day today. Get yourself a nice plate of meatballs. I'm making me meatballs. Ooh, meatballs! I'm dressed to the nines today. Lies. <laughs> no, I'm not. Lies, all lies, all lies. No. Not. I've never had a job where I've really had to to dress up. I've, I've had retail jobs where I've had to wear a button-up shirt, that sort of thing. And occasionally, yes, I will wear a button-up dress shirt to work if I'm up for an evaluation or a review or something like that. Otherwise, strictly T-shirts and jeans. Dressing up for work is less of a thing now. You see old-time movies and people are always wearing hats and suits. You got the old Mad Men days. Uh, you're almost more likely to see someone show up in a Van Halen T-shirt than a suit. So is that a good trend or a bad one? Personally, I think it's a good trend. For some people, they just have casual Friday at work, and then the pandemic hit and things got real casual. Some workplaces considering going back to dress code, in fact. How has dress changed for you at work? Does it look unprofessional if people aren't dressed a certain way? Like, are you in an office? And what about the people that have to take out all of their pierced stuff, (laughs) all their piercings for work? Sometimes that's almost as scary as the stuff that they had bolted into their heads to begin with. Although more and more... I've noticed you you will see people in retail that will have facial piercings. They used to have to cover those up, but more and more you see piercings, colored hair, that sort of thing. Somebody asked over 2,500 Americans, and we are almost four times more likely to say casual dress is a good thing in general. 44% are cool with relaxed dress codes. 13% say it's a bad thing. 31% said it's not good or bad, and 12% aren't sure. You would expect older people to think it's a bad thing, but people under 30 were actually the most likely to say that it's bad. These young whippersnappers with their fancy pants, dress shoes. 18% are against relaxed dress codes compared to just 12% of people over 65. See, that's interesting. But while we ponder, let's go live to the casual workplace fashion show already in progress. First on the runway, it's a male model wearing a crumpled t-shirt that says the Batman. I bet he's never taken it off since this weekend showing. Next up, 
one of our female models with her unstyled hair pulled back, wearing a sweater filled with cat hairs and yoga pants that you know have never seen the inside of a yoga studio. Stay tuned for more office casuals like the guy in flip-flops with toe fungus. It's your Jack FM morning show with Scotch. I cannot get over how many oddball stories there are this morning. It just seems like there's a plethora of them. And I guess this really happened, but I I almost want it to be fake because, ouch, a 43-year-old woman in Thailand came home from work last Thursday and her husband of 21 years had promised to have dinner ready. But, as it would turn out, he forgot, went out drinking with his buddies instead. I don't know what the culture is like over there in Thailand, but apparently that happened. So the wife waited up for him all night, and when he finally got home, she grabbed a spear gun, meant for fishing, and harpooned him in the junk. So it went through the base of his manhood, and then to make sure that he knew she meant business, she, she grabbed the harpoon and twisted it. Gave it a twist. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. He was drunk. So drunk, in fact, that he didn't realize how bad the injury was at first. So he didn't go to the hospital until the next morning. He got <laughs> he got harpooned in the pee-pee, and he didn't go to the hospital until the next morning. He needed 17 stitches to close the wound, but it sounds like he'll be okay. Not clear if his wife is facing charges, but it sounds like they're, they're actually staying together. It's like staying with Lorena Bobbitt. He said he was planning to stay away for a while to give her a chance to cool down. Probably a good idea. And this one made an impact on me, too. This was not very neighborly. A 64-year-old guy in Clearwater, Florida named Ken Carlisle got arrested last Friday after using his neighbor's front porch as a bathroom. I don't know if they've got a beef with each other or what, but last Friday he walked up their driveway naked in broad daylight, saw a glass table on the porch, and pooped on it. pooped on top of the table. Not clear if they caught him in the act or not, but their security cameras got it from two different angles. Fortunately, that footage has not been released. Cops showed up and arrested him the same day for criminal mischief, which might have been just fine, except (laughs) he was already out on bond because he had gotten arrested back in December for drunk driving and, quote, discharging multiple firearms into a lake near his house. That's what they call fishing in Florida, right? Isn't that what they call fishing? Charges were felonies, and he was out on bond when the porch poop happened. So because of that, he is now back in jail. Oh, the, the stories we're coming across today. Holy holies! did you notice your commute is costing you a little bit more than it did a week ago? Because the price of gas just hit an all-time high. No! No! Are you kidding me? National average for a gallon of gas jumped to four seventeen yesterday. The previous record was... Uh, $4.11 back in 2008. If you adjust for inflation, though, $4.11 in 2008 would be about $5.25 today. Five bucks and a quarter. This is all according to AAA, which tracks gas prices nationwide. The average for premium was up to $4.74 yesterday, and diesel hit $4.76. Holy crap! That's excessive. Obviously, a lot of this has to do with what's going on in Ukraine, because Biden ordered a ban on Russian oil imports yesterday, so most people expect gas prices to keep rising for a while. Fill that car up while you get the chance. Although only 1% of the oil that we use in the U.S. comes from Russia, countries in Europe rely on it a lot more than we do. So imagine what their gas prices are like right now. AAA is reporting that the national average of gas in the U.S. is more than $4 a gallon now, its highest point since 2008. It cost me $111 to fill up my truck. This is killing me. Gas prices even higher. Prices are up 54 cents from a week ago. 
Hopefully, you don't have too long of a commute. That can get pretty expensive. Hey, you want to get high, man? Speaking of gas, I was behind a car yesterday, and the guy's license plate had the letters FRT. <laughs> the A wasn't in there. It was just FRT. But I had to wonder if he nicknamed his car. I have a car, and my car's name is Fart. As a matter of fact, there's a tag on the back that says Fart. Most people laugh, take pictures and point, but some people get their nose out of joint from my fart. It is Scotch coming to you from the Jack FM studios, held together by Epic Welding. And we've seen stories like this before, but this one's got a fun twist. A 28-year-old guy in California named Clemente Martinez got arrested for impersonating an officer on Sunday after he tried to pull over an actual cop. Uh-oh. Isn't that dumb? I've never understood the mentality of people who like to pretend that they're cops. He, he had a white car and had red and blue flashing lights, so it looked like an unmarked police car. But the off-duty cop he tried to pull over obviously knew better. Once Clemente realized that he was caught, he claimed that he thought he was pulling over a drunk driver and said he just wanted to warn him about how dangerous and irresponsible drunk driving is. But here's the rub. Turned out he was the one driving drunk. Oh, oh Clemente, what are you doing? Hey, go ahead. Drive around, have a good time. They tested his blood alcohol and it was over the legal limit. And it turns out he was also driving on a suspended license from several previous DUIs. He is now facing multiple charges. It's a big multiple. Uh-oh. There's also a video going around now on TikTok of a Karen. Boy, we haven't heard any Karen stories in a while, have we? Uh, Karen holding up the drive through line at a Taco Bell because she was swearing at employees and they refused to serve her. So this nice young man just informed us that this Karen in the front of the line cussed them out and they are refusing to serve her. And so she refuses to move. So this is um, the line. The cops are now here. That's audio of a person waiting in line relaying the details of what was going on from inside of her car. Apparently, the incident took, quote, only an hour to resolve. The Karen eventually moved out of the way, and the woman was finally able to get her food. Not the Karen, the other woman waiting in line. Don't swear at people that are working the drive-thru. First of all, they're working hard, and second of all, you know what? If you cuss at them, they're going to spit in your food. Well, think about it. It's something to chew on. I've been thinking about Motley Crue a lot lately. Have you been watching Pam and Tommy on Hulu? There's a great TV series Seth Rogen is in. It's actually a biographical drama miniseries, and it's about the marriage between Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, of course. So Lily James plays Pamela Lee, or Pam Anderson, whatever you want to call her. She looks just like her, and Sebastian Stan dead on is Tommy Lee. Really cool. And during the period covered in the movie, their unauthorized sex tape was made public. So the show is really good. It's based on an article that was in Rolling Stone back in 2014. So you get to see what life was like for them back then. You see them, uh, see Motley Crue in the studio, that sort of thing. So naturally, I've been digging through the old Motley Crue tunes and listening to those. And this feud that's going on between Nikki Six and uh, Eddie Vedder. Nikki Six will not let his little war of words with Eddie Vedder go. And to be fair, Eddie Vedder did start it when he said how much he hated 80s metal bands and specifically mentioned Motley Crue. Here's a little clip I found of Nikki explaining why he took that so seriously. You take a swipe at my band, I'll take a swipe at your band. You try to hurt my family, which is my band, I will try to hurt you. What I don't understand is why is the guy even talking about my band? Like, he's a successful guy. The guy flies around in private jets. He lives in a mansion in a gated community. He sells out stadiums. 
And then he dresses at the thrift store and tries to pretend he's some guy in the 90s. Don't take a swipe at my band, dude. I mean, I'm at least least being honest. Ah, the squabbling continues. The game of tit for tat started back when Vetter was interviewed by the New York Times to promote his recently released solo album, Earthling. The whole thing's pretty funny. Actually. Today's day in history. A peek back at a few of the significant things that happened on March 9th throughout time, like 190 years ago, way back in 1832, an Illinois lawyer ran for his first political office but lost. He later lost four more times while running for Congress and the Senate. This loser who never gave up was named Abraham Lincoln. And now you know... The rest, the rest of, of the, the story. story. 63 years ago in 1959, Barbie first appeared on toy shelves. Over 1 billion have been sold. It was estimated that if Barbie were an actual woman, her measurements would be 36, 18, 33. There are now different Barbies with more realistic body types, of course, and it looks like they're releasing a new Barbie, and boy, times have really changed. New from Mattel, it's Transgender Barbie. With Transgender Barbies, when they don't have clothes on, they look like any other Barbie. So really, Barbie's been trans since the beginning. Transgender Barbie, because marketing opportunities are endless. Think of the possibilities. U2 released their fifth album 35 years ago on this date in 1987, The Joshua Tree, featuring With or Without You, Where the Streets Have No Name, and I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For. Even more significant than that, the kid and play... The Kid and Play movie House Party came out 32 years ago in 1990. I used to own that on VHS. I'm not even ashamed. Although, if I'm going to be completely honest with you, that is Make Some Noise from House Party 3 featuring TLC. I didn't know that one. 17 years ago in 2005, 50 Cent and The Game declared a truce on the 8th anniversary of Notorious B.I.G.'s death. Uh, also 17 years ago, Dave Matthews Band tour bus driver Stefan Wool pleaded guilty to dumping 800 pounds of human waste from his vehicle septic tank through the open grating deck of Chicago's Kinsey Street Bridge. Nasty. Two years ago in 2020, Led Zeppelin won their copyright battle against a band that claimed Stairway to Heaven was a ripoff of their song, Taurus. And there you go, just a few things that happened on this date. Today's date in history, March 9th. And I sure hope you've got the next couple of minutes cleared and open because it's time now for Stupid Criminals. They're all gonna laugh at you! So there was a story this week about a guy who lost his wallet in Times Square with $4,000 inside and somebody was kind enough to turn it in. Here's what happens if the person who finds your wallet takes a different route. A Walmart employee in Pennsylvania found a wallet, a lost wallet, in a shopping cart with 800 bucks in it Saturday and decided to pocket the cash. This is in Clearfield, about 100 miles northeast of Pittsburgh. So the guy's name is Travis Dixon. He's 45. And unfortunately, he forgot that Walmart has lots of security cameras. So the woman the wallet belonged to apparently came back to look for it, and when they checked the security footage, they realized that Travis found it and took the cash. In fact, he still had the $800 on him, so he's now facing theft charges. Oh no. And here's the dumbest part. While police were searching him, they also found drugs. Drugs are bad. You shouldn't do drugs, cuz. Oh no. No, 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 no. So he's facing charges for that too. 
And then you got this guy. This guy is either crazy or he spent the first month of the pandemic watching way too many 90s action movies. Or maybe both. 71-year-old guy in Michigan named Jesse McFadden pleaded guilty. Uh, oh, actually pleaded no contest to hatching an absurd scheme back in May of 2020. So this is early on in the pandemic. Jesse planned to steal a helicopter from the Coast Guard, then go to a local hospital, free all of the COVID-19 patients, quarantine the doctors and nurses, and then shoot up the place. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's unclear why he wanted to release the hospital patients, and he didn't specify whether or not he'd let them bring their ventilators with them. Probably thought the whole thing was fake. He also planned to steal ambulances from the hospital, maybe to help with the getaway. I don't know. But a big part of the plan involved guns, and he had one with him when he was caught. He also assaulted a cop. Oh, and he's legally blind. Didn't see that one coming, did you? But Jesse lucked out. He was initially hit with a bunch of charges, including multiple felonies. But in his plea deal, he got everything dropped except one count of possessing a loaded firearm in a vehicle. And he will be sentenced in May. And there you go. There's your stupid criminals in the house. On 1019 Jack FM.